FX presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I'm T. Sterling Watson. And I'm Courtney. This is the Indie Podcast where the morning drive time meets late night talk show and we aim to entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape Thank you for stopping by and pricing play. Yes, I zoomed by my good morning, as you could tell. Sounds like I'm in a rush, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That is because um, I am on a very unstable Wi-Fi. I feel like I'm bouncing on a table right now, and I want to get like all this stuff in before something drastically bad happens. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't, and plus you, Courtney, are on a time schedule as well, so we've got We've actually got a lot of show to get through, and I'm, I'm actually pretty excited to get to it. Um, but first of all, as I must do, as it's, as it's polite and gentlemanly of me, wow, that was hard to say, uh, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I am fantastic. Um, as I said, there was like a whole bunch of things happening, and I wrote everything down on a list so that way I'm not just like picking up my brain, like what comes next, so I can actually go through everything kind of chronologically, hopefully organically and naturally. We can find the segues to get where we need to go, and you know, make a, a good show. It might be a little short. I apologize, dear Indubians. I'm sorry. But hey, things happen, okay? We, we just got to do what we got to do. So, I, like I said, I'm well. I, um, uh, see, I almost kind of want to skip ahead. No, stick to the script. Stick to the script. That is, remember, <laughs> remember, Courtney, just remind me every once in a while, stick to the script, okay? Gotcha. All right. But first of all, let's talk about the Big E, which is the big state exposition, um, and it's five states coming together in New England to throw off a two-week fair. I went last week, and I had a fantastic time. I got my, I usually have three things I need to get. That's my sirloin mm-hmm. tips, which are delicious. If you love steak, if you love sirloin, if mm-hmm. you love them, the tips of them, great. I got um, smoked salmon on a stick. It's nine mm-hmm. bucks. Nice. Worth it. Ooh. It is so good. You eat salmon, right? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Of course. Not $9 on a stick worth, but... Hey, hey, it's worth it. Trust me. I am not judging you. I just, uh, I just, and we'll end it there. Okay. Well, I think because (laughs) you are a trusted friend, a beloved friend, Courtney, I love you. uh, You are a trusted friend. I may (laughs) be kind enough to allow you to have a bite. A bite. Maybe. Maybe. Mm, maybe. Yes. Wow. Well, okay, yes. Okay. I will give you, okay, at least one bite. Yes. Because I've already allowed two people that I love and, and I trust a single bite. So, yeah. Um, I actually got two of them. So, I, mean, yes, I, I spent $18. Yes. Woo. What? But you I, said it was worth it. So. It was worth it, yes. And this year, I, I, I had the foresight to ask if they could wrap it up so I could take it home and eat it later yeah so yeah yeah, i did right Um, i did that for the sirloin tips as well and it's like a good hefty portion of them it's almost like a pound i want to say like a pound of like sirloin tips so Mm -hmm. so i got two of those and took them both home ate one that night and ate one later um i also got a bunch of cheese 
Now you go to the Vermont House. Each state, by the way, has like a, a representative house. Like it's a whole nice. big loop. Yeah. So that is um, so neat. Yeah. The smoked salmon was in the Maine house, like the state of Maine. They have a house. So, mm-hmm. uh, um, okay. I was like, the Maine house? That doesn't seem right. fair, but I guess. <laughs> Maine with an E. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, you have to go to the Maine state house and to get the smoked salmon. You can also get other foods there. I tried a, um, a lobster grilled cheese sandwich there, I believe, as well. Mm, yes. Yes. It gets better because not only are there big chunks of lobster in it, but there's also, well, it's grilled cheese. So there's grilled cheese. It's uh, grilled on sourdough bread, which is the perfect bread mm-hmm. for a grilled cheese sandwich. Um, mm-hmm. There's bacon involved. So there's, you know, strips mm-hmm. of bacon in there and a tomato just to, you know, liven it up a little bit. Yeah. So, it's a BLT, it sounds like. Yeah. Pretty much. No, lobster LT. No, you know, you L-L-T. can keep it. BLT. Oh. Uh, bacon, lobster, tomato. So, yeah. You're good. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, on a grilled cheese. Yeah. Okay. Heavenly. Oh. Yeah. I watched him make it and he sprinkled something on it. I don't know what it was, but I don't know if I would have tasted magic. If he put it. it Maybe it was a little jar of magic. magic. He, he did it yeah. all secretive, like, like clandestine. He had like a little jacket and he like tap, tap or, or shake, shake, shake. <laughs> and then he put it back in his jacket. So, um, uh, I mean, it was all above board. So everyone knew he was wearing sure. his jacket and it right. said, like secret seasonings inside jacket. So everyone knew it was all good. Um, I would like to also to mention that the Big E has like a carnival area where there's fairs and things. Um, just letting you know, it says my connection is unstable. So if I'm sounding a little weird and wonky, then I'm aware of it. There's nothing I can do. Um, just deal with it. Just deal with it. We'll just go with it. Uh, there was, a, like I said, it's a fairground. So there are like uh, carnival rides. I went with a little tiny human. His name is Kendrick. He uh, did go on a few rides on his own. And it terrified him uh, quite a bit. So, it, yeah, he's yeah he's actually four now. But we went on a roller coaster ride together. Uh, the first one he went on by himself because like, no, oh, you know, I'm a big boy, I can handle it. And he found out that he couldn't, and he screamed. He could uh, not handle it. He Aww. could not handle it. Poor thing. Um, so the second ride we came across because he really wanted to ride this dragon, and I think that's maybe what it was called. I don't know, but it was a little kitty, you know. Roller coaster, but he the wanted, dragon, yeah, right, right. So he wanted to go on with me, so we we went on together, and um, he was he was coached beforehand, like okay, when you get scared, you know, don't instead of crying, just just yell because that's what you do on a on a roller coaster, you yell, and, you know, yeah, right, right. So so that's what happened as it got a little faster and it started going up these hills, and I kind of sensed the fear coming within him um mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not crazy about roller coasters myself so i kind of imagined what it would be like and I'm like you know what this is somewhere i would kind of have that fear and i kind of yelled with him just to encourage him um and the yells came did it work i think it did work but he not just yelled but screamed like blood curdling screams oh as he God. looked petrified <laughs> Y'all told him to scream. (laughs) We did. We did. We did. And um, like he did look petrified, but then, you know, he was, he was able to have fun. He was, I I believe this was a version of fun that he was not used to. Um, As a little boy who claims to love to go fast, he was not ready for this. He like, he wasn't ready, but. Well, he didn't want that kind of fast. Right, right. At least we braced him. We got him ready. Um, And then afterwards he was said, I I was brave. I'm like, yes, yes, you were. (laughs) I would say he was because he didn't cry this time. So all, mm-hmm. of that, 
all of that just made me think of this. Um, maybe it's a uh, philosophical or maybe it's a psychological question, but is, and we don't have to answer it today. It's just something we'll think about and revisit maybe later this month because it is October. And mm-hmm. these are the fright fest or the fear scare trivia, yeah. uh, all that stuff that I know you enjoy. I'm just here to say, hey, it's here. It's October. Leaves are falling. I don't want to rake them. Um, but is fear something we learn or is it something that just happens? Because at, one, at some point he didn't seem to be afraid of anything, but now there are things that actually scare him. So hmm. is fear something a learned response? I do know it's something that it helps us to survive, to be afraid yes. of something. So. Yes. Well, I think it's more so, well, I don't know. I, I think it, it's a little bit of both. It's natural to be fearful of certain things like um, a lot of little kids and big kids too are afraid of the dark Mm -hmm. now because their senses are telling them you don't know what's over there whatever if something is in there it has the upper hand don't go there without turning on a light or something right Um, and then of course like you I, I just think that's natural but then if you go on a roller coaster it's designed to give you fear you're not going to normally um most people don't encounter situations where the you know they're riding in a some sort of vehicle and the turns are super sharp and there's huge drops and they're going at you know 100 miles per hour Mm -hmm. with you know with no uh like metal surrounding Mm -hmm. them protecting them because mm-hmm. even in roller coasters, you're just kind of strapped in or, or what, however, the, however the roller coaster is designed. So stuff like that is, is learned. Um, so I, now I, I think it's natural, like if you're on a roller coaster, to feel the drop in your stomach and to, to feel fearful because it's designed to do so. You're looking like you're about to crash over a cliff when, in all honesty, you're just you know, falling. going down, the track. Really fast, yeah. you know, yeah, you're just following the track and that's, that's how it's designed. So I don't know. I think mostly it is, it is natural. Of course, the, some fears are learned because you have like scary movies and you hear things and you, I mean, what, wasn't it the fairy tales, the older, the old, like really old fairy tales, the original, um, that it was designed to, um, they were written and they were designed to keep kids from like going down to the river and stuff like that, or going mm-hmm. following someone who was um, harmful to their health. So mm-hmm. stuff like that, I think, you know, it's, it's learned and it's ingrained. So. Right. Well, you know, I also would like to hear the opinions of our listeners as well. So, um, do email us at indubpod at gmail.com. And if you're on Twitter, just hit me at indub or join in, in, you know, tag Courtney too, if you like, because it's an open discussion. We just like to hear everybody's thoughts. Um, Yes, please tag me. Yes. Especially, especially if you are like a therapist or psychologist or something, I don't know. It's just a, just a question I had and wanted to bring it to this digital table, if you will. So just to just to discuss um and speaking of fears do you do you have a fear of being eaten by a snake by any chance i do not have that fear um i do not have that fear but thank you for putting it in my head so 
Um, yeah. This is uh, in thanks part two. Uh, I'm just going to call him super fan Birdo at this point because he just keeps giving us material. But it's also uh, our word watch for this episode. Word watch. Biscone. I'm hoping I'm, I had to watch some, uh, not watch videos, but uh, get the proper pronunciation of how to say it. Biscone. And yes, I did use the hand gesture that you do when you're um, trying to say Italian words or maybe put an Italian accent on something um, and just emphasize the Italianness of the word. But Biscone is uh, basically a serpent-like creature snake thingy that uh, is usually maybe devouring a human or a child or something so thanks that sounds horrific it does but what makes it better is that this is also like the symbol for like milan like this uh what is it (laughs) yeah i did a little bit of research on it and it's like all over like their flags for like a couple i don't know dynasties or something and even even um Oh man, I forgot what car company it was, but it's a part of the logo for a car company. And no, really? Yeah, instead of the snake eating a child, I think it's now eating a flower. So it's a little less frightening. <laughs> but yeah, they probably got called out on that. Yeah, well, yeah, they 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 actually did want to change it so it didn't come off as racist. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting. So yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, and if you actually look it up, like on Wikipedia, just to see what the symbol looks like, and like both of them, not the symbol, but yeah, the symbol, uh, even the one that uh, Berto sent us, it's, it's pretty much all the same, just mm-hmm. like some small um, wow. child arms flailing in the air like what's happening why are you doing this why (laughs) because you're eating me oh no right right it's it's crazy but uh we did learn that he he has a bit of a macabre um interest in just watching things devour children Mm -hmm. i suppose so (laughs) oh that birdo yeah i mean you were in on that conversation well you weren't really in on the conversation but you were you know part of it i witnessed it yeah Yeah. yeah, i wasn't a part of it uh listeners i (laughs) viewed it happening to me in front of my eyes right you were like like (laughs) um not unintentionally but you were part of the conversation without really wanting to be i don't know if you wanted to be dragged in yes i was dragged in that's what it was yes by against your will because i mean they come up as against text messages my will oh my goodness we're showing these graphic images of of images from Children the past being eaten. yes it's not us uh-huh. these are just things that are out in the world these are art Whatever. pieces um is it as, art is it it is it is one of them is very famous mm-hmm. the one that i the one that i shared was a very famous painting of mm-hmm. the uh titan chronos uh devouring one of his children because as Berto and I discussed, uh, throughout the centuries of humankind, uh, there's always been a fear of the offspring dethroning or just, you know, destroying mm-hmm. the parent. So mm-hmm. sometimes you just need to get a snake and get the child, you know, eaten that way. So, oh, God. My God. So yeah, that that's <sighs> these these are hard, these are lessons that we're learning throughout. I don't know. But the other word, uh, if I was going to throw a bonus word watch word. Word watch. Pumpkin. Mm -hmm. Yes, pumpkin. Okay. Mm -hmm. See, I calmed it down. I brought it, brought it, I reeled it in, reeled it in. So it's not so terrifying. Uh Um, Uh 
would you say actually going back to Bis- Biscone? Would you think that that actually falls under uh, Spookum <laughs> Zone a little bit too? You're just loving it too much. Because <laughs> okay, what you okay? Well, I wasn't sure if it would fall under Spookum Zone only because it's a snake eating a child. But we're, we're yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. I agree. I would say that. Okay. Okay. Just 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 checking. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, we're going back to pumpkin now, which is not spookums at all. It's just a word. But I have a little history on the word. The name pumpkin originated from the Greek word for large melon, pepon. The, hmm. the French nasalized the word to pompon. Uh, the English changed pompon to pumpion. American colonists mm-hmm. changed pumpion into pumpkin. So there you have. Wow. It. Yes. That's pretty intense. Yeah, that was. Uh, I didn't know it went through so many changes. Right. Neither did I. And that was from um, a sign that I read at um, the Big E. And mm-hmm. oh, what state house was this in? Um, and by the way, the Big E is more than just these state houses. That was just my main stop because I was on a quest. I was looking for something. So, yeah. Um, Neat. I think this was in the Rhode Island house. I can't remember. But regardless, it was there. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I feel like I do want to take a little divergence here since I did mention uh, the French. I would mm-hmm. like to discuss uh, Beauty and the Beast, if you will. Okay. Yes. Now, my criticisms or my opinions are my own. This is this is a true. Um, they do not reflect the network, or actually, yes, they do because it's mine. <laughs> oh, sorry. You're so funny. I know. Um, so the, yeah, this this applies to both the animated version that we all love, know and love, and the live action version, which people may have their reservations for. And I'm. But you really should love because it's amazing. So, I mean, that's that's where we stand on that. I I have another issue regarding the live action, which we'll come back to. Um, What? Well, it's it's a good thing. Who even are you? It's a good thing. It's a good thing. I Mm -hmm. swear. I swear. Mm -hmm. Sure. But first, 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 let us discuss uh, what I find a little problematic in both versions. Okay. Stay with me now. This story takes place in France, correct? Yes, I think I know where you're going with this. <laughs> okay. Why are there only two characters that have French accents? And everybody else has either English or I heard a couple of English. I mean, English, like Britain or American accents. Correct. That is the gripe that I have. Um, I mean, I, I would say that that's a valid gripe. I will, I'll give you that one. Okay. Okay. So yeah, and and for those at home who are like wondering who the second person is, because obviously the first one is Lumiere, uh, it's also his mm-hmm. girlfriend, the Feather Duster, who mm-hmm. I can't remember what her name is. Uh, I don't know. Let's move on. Yeah, we'll move on. The other problem I have <laughs> it's not really a problem. It's more of a, it is a problem. Yes, it's it's an observation that came to. I don't know if it's in the the live action. I've only seen the live action now two times. Um, mm-hmm. but there's this whole exchange after bell is out in the woods and almost, you know, attacked and eaten by wolves and mm-hmm. the beast comes out and saves her. So mm-hmm. they, they're 
by the fire as she's tending to his wounds. And there's like, well, you should have did this and you should have did this, blah, 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 blah. And then mm-hmm. the beast goes, you shouldn't have been in the West Wing. That should have ended the conversation because she was strictly told not to go in the not West Wing. Not to go to the West Wing. Yeah. Yes. That's I mean, true. Her reply is like, you should learn to control your temper. Yeah, that has nothing to do with it. You shouldn't have been in the West Wing. Period. Well, but here's the thing. He shouldn't have like kidnapped her. You know, he shouldn't have kept her prisoner in his home. So. Well, those were the terms and conditions that she clicked yes to. She's like, right, Kate? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, the terms, I mean, she agreed right then and there. It's like, I will take my father's place. Because the father, That's true. father's is just true. as bad as the daughter. I mean, it runs in the family. They're just, you know, privileged white people just walking in places they're not supposed to go. So, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, yeah, I mean, they get what they deserve. You asked for this. Well, you didn't ask for it, but, you know, you stepped where you shouldn't have stepped, and now you have to pay the consequences. So I'm going to have to rewatch it because I remember the argument, but I forget, the, like, the details of the argument. So... Oh. I'm I mean, going to I'm going to give you that one for now until I do my research <laughs> and and try to disprove you cuz you know I'm going to try to disprove you. Are you are you siding with Bell on this? No, I'm going to side with you cuz I uh, I can't remember the details. So I don't have a like I don't I'm not going to take a stand just yet. Okay, I see. Well, you might be right, but she might be right. So, you know, we'll see. Well, her her final argument to end the conversation was not one to end the conversation with that was that's my argument my argument is that he is right that she shouldn't have been in the west wing because he strictly told her not to go there not to yeah okay okay beast was there scared her Mm -hmm. because i told you not to go be in here what are you doing and then you know (laughs) she, she flipped out and ran away out of the castle which again she was not supposed to do she was not supposed to leave the castle and she did because she was afraid. Because <laughs> I think that's mm-hmm. how the conversation goes. It's like, I wouldn't have, you know, ran away if you wouldn't have frightened me. And then that's when he's like, you shouldn't have been on the West Wing. Oh, so. that's true. The only reason he frightened her is because he was where she wasn't supposed to be. Right. I mean, Got it. he could have been like naked or something. And then that would have like, <laughs> I told you not to be here. Why are you here? And, you know. This is my naked time. This is my face place. Right. Safe space. And here you are like wrecking that. I got you. Yeah, right. I got you. And sure. She, okay. Sure. She may have a bit of an argument saying like, you should learn to control your temper. But again, this is my safe space. I told you not to come here. How do you think? No, that's true. Okay. When that context, I, I agree with you and I agree with beast. Like, you agreed to not come here. Okay. I, I got it. I didn't mm-hmm. really, I, I guess I've forgotten that the argument started because of that and yada, yada, yada. So right, right. he's right. Mm-hmm. So, and that yeah. is a stupid way to end and end it. But I mean, we do that, you know, we try to end the, we try to win, win the argument. So we kind of throw out, we start grasping it straws <laughs> and we try to throw out whatever we can. So mm-hmm. that was clearly just, you know, bad argument skills. Um, yes. She was grasping at straws. She was trying to win it. Clearly, she didn't. But right. you know, whatever. I mean, I will give her the the fact that yes, he he does have a temper problem, but this sure, was justified. Sure, but that was yes. Yeah. His, his anger in this moment was justified. Yes, right. I agree. Right. So that was the the other gripe that I had at at a uh, with 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 that. Um, I thought I had another one, and it, this is actually just a subtle difference between the film 
and or the live action and the animated and the animated mm-hmm. and the song Be Our Guest. Um, they sing the line, 10 years we've been rusting. And then in the live action version, they say, so long we've been rusting. So they change that bit of it because I'm not sure they want to let people know or remind people that that the beast, whatever his name was, I'm pretty sure one of mm-hmm. these canons had said what his name was, was yeah. 11 years old when he shunned the magical fairy lady away. Huh. Was he okay? So, are you saying that he was eleven, or they they're you're saying they didn't want to remind audiences that he was eleven? I guess they maybe they didn't want to remind audiences that, even though they did show him like I think pre Beast, uh, but I don't mm-hmm. think they showed the actual actor. Unless, un wait no, because I still was trying to find some logic, and again, it's it's really messy to do that when you're dealing with fairy tales and magic. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I was told that everyone who was turned into some kind of item, such as Chip, because I have a problem with that, uh, <laughs> uh, Chip has been a cup for however long, but he's been a child still, like a child cup for however long. Like so. in his mind, like not only has his body gone away, but his mind is frozen as being a child right right so everyone else as well but except for the beast who continues to age because when the original like the animated says when his 21st birthday if he doesn't you know find true love or blah blah blah. oh see i wasn't paying that much attention to folks ages mm-hmm. well i guess i remember that part but yeah you're right chip chip has never aged poor guy i mean he's like stuck in it's kind of like when you turn a, a child into a vampire right? and they're not like, you're not supposed to do that. Cause then they'll forever be whatever age they were when they turn mm-hmm. um, with like powers mm-hmm. and like strength and they can attack people. So a temper tantrum can bring a whole village down. Right. Right. Or just mean rudeness. So, so yeah. <laughs> forever. <laughs> Yeah, forever. So, and and really, I'm not blaming Chip. He's just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Who knows why right. he's there? Right, he didn't do it. You know, right. he didn't do anything. He was just hanging out with his mom, who was probably serving tea. So I don't. Yeah. Know. Yeah. So it's literally not her fault. Right. They were just there. Yes. So these these were just a couple issues I've I've had because I've had the pleasure of watching both of these films recently and just having you know thoughts like, huh. Huh. So you watched the live action and the animated version? Uh, yes, because they play like exclusively, or they were playing exclusively on Freeform and uh, oh. t- I think TNT. But Freeform was having mm-hmm. this, these 30 days of Disney where they were just playing like all these Disney movies back to back to back. So Aww. I've I'm watched like Freeform. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You are. Uh, I'm cable free. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a Which, cord cutter. And that means I'm going to miss like. 31 days of Halloween. I'm going to miss Harry Potter. Like, well, these are the, this, this time of year is the only time that I actually miss cable. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting closer to cutting the cord myself. Like I just, I changed from whatever package I had to like the economy. So I just have like basic cable or the basic networks and then like a handful of cable mm-hmm. channels. I'm like, okay, I got most mm-hmm. of them that I still watch. So I'm good. Um, and it's terrible, and I'm going to say this now, because this is also written down on my list of things to talk about, is I apologize to longtime listeners and fans, that the, those that I do my cancellation predictions. I mm-hmm. have not done those this year. Um, what? 
<laughs> I know. I feel technically I still may have some time, but it's already in, in like the second week of the new season. And that's when the axe may begin to fall. So it's if I'm going to do it, I really need to get on it like this week because that's, like I said, it's possible that some shows may be like on the verge of being canceled already because the yeah. ratings might be terrible. But I don't know. I haven't been... Yeah. I haven't been following along. I haven't. I don't even know what's out. Like, I I set my <laughs> DVR to record a handful of new shows, and I still haven't watched what I recorded yet. So, that's yeah. that's where I am on that. Um, it's my world too. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, yeah. Life like is what's, just with TV anymore. You know yeah, what is it? I mean, it? I've been I've been at work like working overtime so much in the past like couple of weeks that it's. I'm like, I actually told someone. I was like, oh yeah, you gotta um you put that thing over by the the cardboard baler thing i'm like oh wait that's at work never mind i'm sorry and so <laughs> yeah it's don't you love it i i have it bad where i can hear my hear the phone ring and it's not <laughs> even my phone like we we can change our ringtones mm-hmm. per phone and it's not even my ringtone that i hear because it's like mine is not your normal um like office phone it's like a little it's a little jingle it's a little ditty and it's very cute um, but I hear the front desk phone and I, I think it's because it sounds like a, you know, your typical traditional office phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hear it constantly cause it's constantly ringing, especially like this time of year is, is busy for us. So I, I don't know if it's it just a subconscious thing or what, mm. cause I also tend to, here's another weird thing. I also tend to hear it when my air conditioning is blowing. So I don't know if it like hits the same frequency as this dang <laughs> phone. But I end up like hearing it and I'm like, oh, I hear the phone ring. Somebody pick it up. Oh, wait, I'm mm. not at work. Wow. Yeah. It's like my own personal hell. I don't know. Like if I was on the good place, I feel like <laughs> this is what they what would do. <laughs> this is what would happen. Um, mm. And I won't say any more because that could be potentially a spoiler. So there we go. <laughs> I mean, it could be. Um but I thought um, you, for your phone, you changed it to sound like the phone from the from the TV show, The Office. Or was I that just not. an option? Oh, okay. That's an op- that is an option. So oh. The Office, you know, the TV show has a specific ringtone. And ours is like that, but instead of ringing like this one specific ring, it rings it. It's like, instead of like on The Office. Um, uh, so I thought I just thought that that was very cool, but it is not something that I want to hear every day since I <laughs> changed it. Because <laughs> on the show it's cool, you know, whatever. But uh-huh. not every day, multiple times a day. No, right. thank you. Good day. And knowing the nature of your job, you have to do the phone all day long. Yes, so. and yes, and that is not that is not good for my mental health. So, right. But the office, the the phone that I hear constantly is the office is. Like the show, the office is ringtone, mm-hmm. and but it's it doesn't bring me joy or you know like cheer <laughs> because it's like oh what am I hearing this now? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully. Uh, well, I don't even know how that can. I don't know. Sleep? I don't know. Sleep, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what what it what can is do. Sleep, like how do you? What is what is that? I mean. I feel that that is one of the only ways. It? I mean, I I used to. I I. 
some days I experience it and then I realize, oh, that's that delicious thing called sleep. And because <laughs> it's pretty delicious, right? It is. Sometimes you wake up just like feeling like this this taste of refreshment, not like a beverage, but just like wow, you just <laughs> you just drink it in and like like whoa, like whoa, I'm I'm alive, like I'm a human and I can do this, like right. Like Ooh. I don't need I don't need caffeine running through me. I'm I'm like I'm good. I am good. Mm. Like, I don't even know what that's like. Oh, it's rare, but you know, but uh. when I feel it, it it's it's <laughs> like, wow, is this what drugs are like? Yeah, it's it's okay. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but I mean, one day we'll experience it or not, it'll just be the end of the world and just be cockroaches and twinkies that will be <laughs> oh, God, and Twinkies eaten by Keith Richards. So that's all that's going to be left <laughs> yeah, when, when the world ends. True. So yeah. it's one day. We're heading there. We're, we're heading there. Um, but keeping on the, the TV trail, I do want to – I'm already recommending this, and I haven't even watched it. I've watched the, the first season. I've recommended it on this podcast before, and that's the show Abstract on Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, before I do that, let me jump back to you really quickly. Uh, Hulu does have a lot of the, the shows that premiered, like, and I think you might have to wait like 24 hours, but like you can watch it, such as The Good Place, which has mm-hmm. returned. Yeah, so, I did. I watched it all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're in so, there. I have yet to watch it, but I will. So I will very soon. Oh, um, good. <laughs> um, I'm talking about the the new episodes. I've I've, I've been called. Yeah, by I know. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, just 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 making sure. Just making sure. So yes. Well, I just happened to get on there one day, and I was like, "Oh, is this season four? It is. Mm. Okay, here we go." Yeah. Yes, I need to hurry. Um, but yes, abstract on Netflix now has season two. I cannot wait to watch that either because one particular episode is featuring the. Oscar-winning Ruth E. Carter, costume designer. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Oh, so. okay. So I got to get into that show. I'll add it to my to-watch list. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that right there should be, like, come for her, but stay for, like, everybody else because it is sure, so inspiring. Sure. It's, like... I mean, there. I mean, there's episodes I want to go back and like bring a note, bring a notebook just to write down things that they say because it's like. And it's called ab- abstract. Abstract. Yep. Okay. So. And they, what is that about? Can you give us a brief? Sure. It's, you know what um, it's about. Synopsis. Uh, yeah, and I wish I wrote down. Well, I didn't even think about writing it down, but like their little subtitle of like what it is, but it's basically the. I think it's art by design or. You, they, they feature like an artist or designer of something. The first season had a photographer, um, a uh, like, I'm trying to think of what, a graphic designer um, who actually mm-hmm. lives in Connecticut. And I would love to meet her someday because every, she has designed like a whole bunch of things such as like album covers. And then she does mm-hmm. flyers. Like she worked on the original flyer for Hamilton when it was at the public theater or the oh, nice. public. Um, is it the actual, does she work on the actual flyer that we see now? I don't think she worked on that one, but okay, it was like the, the original, original one. The original. Okay. Yeah. I think you would have even seen it before. Um, she, she actually helped design or if if it wasn't her, it's the company or the, the collective that she works with that helped design the city group logo, which like the little red umbrella. Um, with the city group. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. She's done a lot of things that you've seen and never really know that that was her. So um, nice. 
but I've only named two people. There's, uh, let's see, the photographer, there's an architect. Um, there's uh, someone who works with uh, theater, like not theater design, set design. That's what I was trying to get to. Um, mm -hmm. That's just season one, season two. Uh, like I said, there's um, Ruthie Carter. Um, I really don't remember the other ones only because I haven't watched it yet. So I've only watched the commercial mm -hmm. and I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm so in. I want to, I want to be there. I want to see it. It, yeah. looks like, it looks like oh, someone who wow. works with like lighting design or color and it just mm -hmm. looks so cool and I can't wait to watch it. So that, is a, that is a high recommendation. Um, really quickly, a, oh man, I don't have time to do that one. Uh, what I want to get to is a Randy update. So Okay. <laughs> last episode, last episode, I talked about one of my coworkers, um, Randy, and he listened to not the entire episode. He listened to part of it because my other coworker, Art, played it for him. And mm -hmm. I heard them both laughing from a distance. So he's definitely he's a good sport. He, he's all for it. And in fact, he was like, I have to be careful talking around you because apparently you're the feds. And what I didn't tell him was yep. that what I didn't tell him is that when I was tweeting about him before people were telling mm -hmm. me it was the feds because of <laughs> all the stuff that he said so you're the feds randy yeah so now he's very careful what he says around me because he's like i don't want to end up on your <laughs> podcast and yep more material and i'm not gonna and so little does he know he just the more he talks to me yeah the more i just yeah wanna. like you'll you're never gonna escape this so right but <laughs> he does have he does have a request and it's not that he wants to get me back he wants to get art back so he wants Ooh, me to challenge yeah because he's like i've never been roasted like this before because he's <laughs> He just was in shock and like, I just never knew. And I, all, how did you remember all the things I told you? And like, I mean, I just because. pay attention. Yeah. I mean, come on. Got to watch out for the quiet ones. So, um, right, right. so he's waiting patiently for me to roast art, which one day I may do. And, um, but art's always been kind of careful. So it's not like, I mean, there's stuff I definitely <laughs> could talk about him, but I'm not going to do it today. Mm -hmm. What I wanted mm -hmm. to do since last week or last episode, I talked about a person named Fazal. Now, Fazal is full of stories. In fact, I actually had lunch with Fazal and Randy today. And I told them, like, you know what, you two, if I could just record the two of you talking to each other, that's a podcast mm -hmm. right there because <laughs> just their interaction is hilarious. But Fazal, he, um, a few, I'll say maybe about a month ago, uh, a month ago, he had a haircut. And the haircut was good. It looked great. I mean, I had no mm -hmm. issues or anything, but there's something about when some certain people like get a haircut or even get like a whole, all their facial hair like removed, they just look like a totally different person. And mm -hmm. he was just really, you know, kind of enjoying the, the vibe that this new look gave him. And it was just beaming and smiling at everybody that came into the warehouse. Says, Welcome to the warehouse. And just, this is just a whole new zest <laughs> about him, the new zeal. Mm -hmm. And, um, mm -hmm. So all the other coworkers of ours, our mutual just friends and, and whatever, just started just, you know, messing with them, teasing them like, like one would do. I'm like, you know, it's nice haircut sure. spend for it and stuff. Trying to figure mm -hmm. out where he went to go get it cut, where he, I think he claimed he got it cut in the hood. And then they're trying to figure out okay. exactly how much uh, it cost in the hood versus if you go to cost cutters or something like that. I'm not really sure. I was uh -huh. kind of in and out walking around, either, well, doing work, but... um 
getting pieces of the conversation until um, Alir comes in. Alir is one of our other coworkers. Um, he is Albanian. And he had said that, um, and they were talking about like, if you get like a, like a, um, a haircut at, in his country, and if you don't have the money to pay for it, you have to kind of barter or trade something that you have or, you know, whatever it is that you think is worth that kind of haircut. Mm-hmm. So he told Fazal that he believed that his haircut was worth uh, two eggs. <laughs> so yeah wow. basically his in his words like um in my back in my country um you got a two egg haircut sucks. yeah well i don't know if it sucks or not because i don't know like i mean for me two eggs i love eggs so if i were to get two eggs to cut somebody's hair I don't, I don't know i think i'll be fine i'm like cool you know i cut your hair i get breakfast whatever it's cool that doesn't sound i don't know maybe it's me but it doesn't sound that great <laughs> and i think that's that was part of it that also made me laugh because i wasn't really sure it's like is that a good or bad thing and yeah right so and we need answers i, I could have asked for more but it, that just i mean i was laughing too hard to really try to quite <laughs> quantify but yeah. That's uh, great. But yeah, he, he got a, 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 a two egg haircut. So huh. <laughs> <laughs> that and that, my friends, is the name of this episode. <laughs> two egg haircut. Might as well be. Um but yeah, that's that is that for that. Um <laughs> that's to great. I I do the, what I wanted to do for the Black History Fact, I just wanted to give a, a quick um, recognition or acknowledgement to the late, great Jesse Norman. Now, I yeah. don't really know her or know of her very well other than what I just read about her in the news. That, you know, she passed away mm-hmm. recently at 74. Um, oh, where is the lovely website that I had up? Um, but I just wanted just just to read a little bit about her and her um, just a glorious career that she's had. She is a multi Grammy Award winning winner mm-hmm. and uh, an opera singer. And uh, she there's this quote that I really really loved in this article I was reading that I just wanted to share. Um, it's my searching music. Um, as an African-American, she's credited other great black singers with paving the way for her naming Marian Anderson, Dorothy Maynard, and Leontine, uh, Leont, uh, Price, sorry, I'm butchering that name, among others. In a 1983 interview with the Times, she said, uh, oh, sorry, they have made it possible for me to say, I will sing French opera, she said, or I will sing... German opera instead of being told you will sing Porgy and Bess. Look, it's unrealistic to pretend yeah. that racial prejudice doesn't exist. It does. It's one thing to have a set of laws and quite another to change the hearts and minds of men. That takes longer. I do not consider my blackness a problem. I think it looks rather nice. Oh, I love that. Send that to me. I will. I need to like do stuff with that with that uh, with that quote. That's amazing. Yeah, I really liked it too. Um 
and I, if I, yes, I will remember, I will not only send it to you, but I will post the entire article because uh, I didn't yeah. have time to read the entire thing because I didn't even find a place that I highlighted just some of her uh, awards that she's won because she's won quite a bit. Oh, there it is. She's mm-hmm. won five Grammy Awards, four for her recordings and, and one for a lifetime achievement and prestigious Kennedy Center honor in 1997 and the National Medal of Arts in 2009. So, wow. yeah, yes, quite. Master. Yeah, quite the luminary in the arts. So may she rest in power, um, Jesse Norman. So that about does it for us. I know it was a kind of a speedy, breezy episode, and I, I actually got through everything on my list. Oh, wait, nope, I didn't. Uh, Spider-Man's back at the MCU. <laughs> there, now I'm done. Woo-hoo! Yes. <laughs> that was nice, right? That was what? I'm sorry. What'd you say? <laughs> We knew that was, we kind of knew that that was going to know, right? Well, I, w- I was really hoping. I, I honestly, I didn't know it was going to happen until it happened. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we can probably get more into that into the next episode. So do you, do you have yeah. any, do you have any um, shout outs or things like that? Well, if you want to chat me up, you know, chatter up. Um, you can find me over on the Twitters at I am Kay Hinton, and I would love to hear from you. Distract me from writing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and also just do, again, you follow up on that question we asked about fear. What do you, what do you think about it? So tag us both. Yes. yes. You, can, you can follow me on all things at Indube and go to Indube.com to find the Tee Public Store for merch and Patreon to support and get perks. Ask us questions by emailing IndubePod at gmail.com. Please rate, comment, and share the pod on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever pods are located. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, by the way, it was International Podcast Day or something the other day. And I missed everything. Just Yeah, yeah. same. I didn't know about it. Yeah. So Whatever. Busy. I'll get it next year. Uh, Thank you so much for supporting, listening, (laughs) stopping by, pressing play. Tell someone you value that you value them. Live without regrets and live for the folks you love. Please wash your legs, face, bottoms of your feet, and the undersides of your dishes. I've been your benevolent host, T. Sterling Watson. (laughs) And remember, if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off. Stay fresh, cheese bags. No. The Indube Podcast is recorded in a studio somewhere on planet Earth. The Indube Podcast is part of the Indube Network. And if you'd like to get in contact with the Indube Podcast, please email indubepod at gmail.com. That is indubepod at gmail.com. You can find the Indube Podcast on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play, and of course Podbean. Or wherever podcasts may be procured. If you'd like to find out more information, please visit Indube.com, where you can find our store, the blog, and of course, our Patreon, if you'd like to support and donate and find more perks and fun things to listen to and watch. For Chief, DJ Joe Daddy, Billford, this is T. Sterling Watson signing off. Thank you so much for listening. Use your words, Chief. Good boy. This has been another... 3SFX Production.